is the Teenage Daydream Podcast. I'm Jet. And I'm Jen. And we are still in Tree Hill. <laughs> still, she literally a thousand episodes to go. Yeah, for real. <sighs> Season one, episode 12. Uh, Crash Course in Polite Conversation. Yes. Which is apparently sung by something called Game Face. <laughs> sure. Some of these I have known. Some of these I have not known. These are too deep cut. <laughs> I'd be so <laughs> interested to know who comes up with these. Like, Yeah. And because like some of them have kind of seemed like correct. Because like, and like, or like tied to the episode in mm-hmm. some way. And yeah, like if we know the song, would it make more sense? Because like the title doesn't really... You know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's a fair point. I mean, like, I guess, like, the dinner Scott situation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Hmm. We start with, as well, last episode, Peyton got a new webcam. Yes. <laughs> with two-way voice capabilities. Because <laughs> <laughs> early 2004 was awesome. Oh. Um, and she's video chatting with her dad. Yeah. Who finally exists now right although maybe not for long <laughs> <laughs> yikes um so yeah lucas and brooke show up yes <laughs> um brooke and... again makes an inappropriate comment yes. about <laughs> yeah Peyton's because her, her dad's sporting some scruff now yeah. <laughs> which brooke approves of <laughs> um but peyton has something that she wants to surprise him with yes so after she hangs up with him, she enlists their help and reveals this really cool vintage car. Mm-hmm. Which, like, I guess the Sawyers just love their vintage car. I guess, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know what kind of car it is because... Oh, yeah. They did not say, and I do not know. Yeah, it, precisely. And also, I don't feel like we got that much of a, like, full shot of it. No. Not really, no. Not uh, that that would have helped in any yeah. way. <laughs> I mean, clear. we're clearly car girls. Hello. I mean, I'm a wannabe car girl. I really I do know. like cars. I know. But, um, no, I'm not that good. I know. I should probably shouldn't have let you watch Baby Driver that one time. Um, <laughs> but it was fun. It was okay. We had a good time. Um, but, yeah, it's like it's, it doesn't sound like it's like some old like beat up thing. Like it's just been sitting for a year because he's been working so much. Yeah. So she wants Lucas to see if he can, like, tune it up and then... And get it to start. Yeah, and, like, her and, um, her and Brooke will wash and wax it. Yeah, because it's real dusty. Yeah. Even though it's been under a tarp. Fair. <laughs> but I want to invest in a better tarp, just say. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we flip over to the Scott residence. Mm-hmm. Someone's at the door, Nathan answers. <laughs> And it's his grandparents, a.k.a. Dan's parents. Yes. And the first thing his grandpa says is answering the door in your underwear. Because he's in, like, I know. like a shorts and a t-shirt, right? Like, there's, like, basketball shorts or something. It's not like he's just, like... Right. It's not like he's in tidy ones. Yeah. <laughs> but it does immediately, like, set the tone for yes. who his grandfather is. Yeah. And, and then, like, Deb sort of, like... Shows up and is like, oh, hi. <laughs> so this was obviously the. Uh, I can talk, I swear. <laughs> this was obviously a surprise. Yes. They did not announce that they were going to be arriving. But they were on their way to somewhere that I don't recall and didn't write down. Me neither. And um, Dan's mom wanted to stop by because it's Dan's birthday. Yeah, like in classic Dan slash Dan's dad fashion, his dad was going to go right past Tree Hill mm-hmm. for something on his birthday and not yeah. stop. And his mom was yeah. like, no, we're stopping. And you're like, things are starting to make sense. Yes. Like, you're like, oh, are we going to find out why Dan is the way that he is? Yes. A little yes. bit. Yes. Either way. Yeah. <laughs> Deb swings by the dealership because she needs to inform Dan that 
his parents are there for his birthday. Well, it's so funny, too, because he's like, she shows up and he's like, you remembered. And she's like, I'm not here to wish you happy birthday. Because she totally, like, I think she forgot. Because, like, when uh, the in-laws say something about his birthday, and she's like, right. <laughs> so funny Dan's birthday. Because <laughs> obviously her head has been on other things. Yeah. But she's like, your mom wants to cook you dinner. Like, I don't know what you've told them or not told them. The answer yeah. is he's told them nothing. Um, and so, of course, naturally, he wants to pretend like everything is fine just for the night mm-hmm. so that he can get them out of town Yeah, without any drama. This is not going to happen. <laughs> like, profoundly. <laughs> but then oh yeah Haley at the cafe Mm -hmm. and Dan's dad comes by looking for Karen Mm -hmm. and like Haley obviously has no idea who this man is no so she's just like oh yeah no she's you know at cooking school right now and he's like oh good for her and you're like okay this is interesting Mm -hmm. then he asks How's that boy of hers? Yeah. Interesting. Uh-huh. And Haley asked, too, like, do you want to leave a message for her? And he's like, no, no, I'll just yes. like, next pop time. in next time I'm going through town, which I guess will be in another year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, But Deb has overheard this whole thing. Yeah. So, like, because at this point, we know that that's Dan's dad. Yeah. And he Royal. obviously knows who's, who Karen is. Yeah, so, like, something's, something's there. And not yeah. in a way where, like, because this is the first time that we've kind of had the whole, like, grandparents talk. Right. And, yeah, it's one of those weird, like, oh, wait, that's, like, Lucas's grandparents, too. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> and it's it's such an interesting moment because you're, like, you get the idea that he still had a like decent relationship with Karen. Yeah. Like somehow he, yeah, something still, something happened there. Something was going on. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Me neither. But then so far the car's not working. Nope. Won't start. <sighs> but of course. <laughs> Brooke's like, I'm sure he'll fix it. <laughs> and then. She, he's wearing this necklace. I can't, oh, yeah, that's I, like, right. I can't even get the words out. This stupid necklace. I mean, it was very 2004. Oh, God. And so, of course, Brooke, like, pulls him by the necklace to kiss mm-hmm. him in the car. And he's like, oh, is that why you got this for me? And you're just like, barf. Yeah. On so many levels. <laughs> I was just not feeling Chad Michael Murray in this episode. <laughs> I mean, that's me, like, most episodes. Oh, so. that necklace, that fluffy, stupid hair. Oh, my God. Just couldn't do it. Just couldn't do it. That's valid. But then, of course, they quickly, like, pull apart when pain comes. Yep. <sighs> but she doesn't actually seem uh, too concerned about that. Because no. something else is concerning. Mm-hmm. There is a hurricane yeah. where her dad's ship is. Yes. Boat, whatever. Dredging boat. Um... <laughs> And he missed his check-in with her. Yeah. Do we find that out yet? I think so. Okay. Yeah, because this is because then she like comes up and they like they all go up to her room and like he's not online right. anymore. Right. And they're all just kind of like, oh, like you know, like if there's a storm, like you know, powers go out, the lines go down, etc. Like, yeah, it's not yeah. in and theory, like, it's not a big deal. They say too, like you know, the dredging boat is you know this presumably a really solid thing like it'll be fine in a hurricane and she was like no like that's not where he'll be he'll be on a little transport boat heading back for shore yeah um so yikes got distracted and wanted to know what an actual like proper dredging ship would look like they are giant oh boats yeah they look like giant boats so yes okay cool <laughs> still not necessarily know what they do but it's definitely I, remember when we were 100%. talking about the the last time where they would like pick up the sand and move it, they'd definitely do something with that because you can see them shooting sand out from one end. Oh, 
Okay. So. Yeah. I oh, really and one's literally this pointing does. like pumping sand. <laughs> okay. Sure. Some sort of sand suction situation. Anyway. But it's a whole thing. There's like. Yeah. It's a thing what that's a really exists. job. For him to have like fallen upon. <laughs> and also just to exist. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he's on the tiny transport boat. Peyton's worried. Yes. Meanwhile, Nathan yeah. and Haley are talking about this impending dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Nathan says it's going to be a massacre. Yeah. <laughs> and he like sort of like jokingly is like, want to come? Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, well, if you want me to, I will. And he's like, no, no, I'm not putting you through that. And she's like, no, no, like, I want to be there for you. And so yeah, she is now best. going to dinner. Right? Yeah. <sighs> Braver girl than I am. <laughs> it's just like super cute because it. It is very cute. It, it just falls into that because he's like, no, no, like obviously not. And she's like, yeah, but like if you want me to be there, I will be there. And I'm just like, oh, grown ups. <sighs> I know. They're so cute. <laughs> like what? Yeah. Ugh, and then we get the double Scott. Oh, action Ugh. <laughs> yeah so Dan's in the middle of like selling someone a car Yep. when his dad comes by <laughs> and starts just like bragging about his basketball record to this random dude who's just trying to buy a car yeah and it like and just kind of like starts off super weird being like do it you starts off so weird like do you do you even know who this is like do you know who you're buying a car from like as if maybe he's gonna be like oh he's a huckster i don't know like it just it was just so weird but then he was like oh he used to be this awesome basketball player in freaking high school gross <laughs> i know and then he like he does the like super classic like man thing where you like punch the other guy in his stomach to see if he's like flexed oh yeah right oh my god and he's like oh yeah still in shape good job son you're just like barf yeah and that's when you're like really like oh i yeah things are i see yes. what's happening little here puzzle i'm are... understanding yep. a little bit more <laughs> why dan is the way he is yep but then we cut to dan and deb at the house getting ready for like <laughs> yeah. this dinner and Dan basically being like, don't tell him about Nathan. He doesn't say quitting the team. He says, like, skipping practice. And Deb's like, no, he quit playing. Yeah. <laughs> and Dan's like, it doesn't matter. Don't talk about it. Yes. <laughs> uh, but he said, like, Keith's coming to me. He's like, he's like, I already told Keith not to say anything. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, well, and I always forget, because, like, I know they're brothers, but then I'm like, oh, right, it would make sense for Keith to be there, because yeah. their parents are there, number yeah. one, and it's his birthday with his their parents. Yeah. <laughs> it would probably be super awkward if he wasn't. God. <laughs> but then it's, um, it's so funny, too, because, like, Deb's just like, why are we lying? Yeah. About so many things. <laughs> yes. And he's like, I'm just trying to protect Nathan from my dad. <laughs> Deb's like, you don't even see the irony, do you? like uh hello pot and kettle right ah oh, boy <laughs> but then said parents enter the room so yes. they stop except his dad tries to like talk basketball and his mom's like no sports talk yeah and he's like okay you know more lies gonna go yeah all the lies <laughs> so keith arrives next and he's like we need an extra place setting i invited someone and i was like what the hell what i know because at first i was like i was like oh you invited karen and then i was like no wait none of this makes sense at yeah, all." yeah like she's not there and i'm like he wouldn't invite lucas because that would put like because he right. cares too much about lucas and that would be such a weird freaking thing for lucas oh yeah no and i was like what weird. but it's totally whitey, whitey. <laughs> yeah which is hilarious and amazing yes um, and then, because Haley is coming, Nathan and Haley arrive, and Haley obviously sees his grandfather and is like, ah. Yeah, and they're both just kind of like, nice to meet you. Yeah. That conversation with eyeballs. Yep. Oh, yeah. So, we're ready for an awkward dinner. 
love a dinner party. I actually do love a dinner party scene. I know. Like a dinner scene. Yeah. Because there's such good settings for like really tense. Tense, good, happy, bad, weird, creepy, everything. Yeah. Like remember that this is throwing back to the other podcast or other podcast. But when we did Jaws, oh yeah, and there's that dinner scene, yes. so good. Yeah, can do a lot with a dinner scene. Is what I'm saying. Because like someone's always having a beverage, getting a little tipsy. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Yeah, someone's and everyone's always... sort of like trapped in one place. Yeah, and like someone's someone's trying to not say something. Someone's trying to trying to say something. Yeah, yeah. Like... Someone's like making very pointed comments. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> love it. My absolute favorite one is from Will and Grace. Uh, Grace is dating Harry Connick Jr. But at some mm-hmm. point, in his, his ex-girlfriend is Mira Sorvino. But then Mira Sorvino, like, Will comes in and she's like, Will? And she's like, whatever her name was. And she ends up being, like, the one person and, like, the one woman that Will ever slept with because, like, oh he God, didn't he didn't sleep with Grace. And that was the whole thing, right? Because, like, they were whatever. And, like, found yeah. he was decide like, you know, realized he was gay and whatever. But Jack and Karen are just, like, the funniest. Like, I, I can't, like, even just thinking about it right now, like, I'm almost on the floor. Because, <laughs> like, Karen has some little dog in her purse and just, like, lets it run around. And there's just, like, jokes about, like, yah- Yahoo, remember, as if remember, oh people used to use it. And, like, they're doing something and then there's just the two of them. Yahoo! And, like, just, like, <laughs> all this other stuff. And they're talking about kebabs. And then Karen's, of course, trying to hit on Mira Sovino and talking about her katits. And it's just, I can't. It's the... And Grace is all mad making dinner. It's so, it's so good. I do not remember that episode, but I fully remember when Grace was dating Harry Connick Jr. So, so good. Oh, and then like Mira Sovino, of course, has been in love with Will these like 20 years or whatever. Like it's just. Oh my God. But I will never forget just out of nowhere, like Karen and Jack. Yahoo. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Karen and Jack are the best part of that show. Best, I know. <sighs> but on One Tree Hill. <laughs> Yes. Back to yes. Lucas and Brooke and Peyton. Yes. Um, Lucas and Brooke are still trying to get this car started. Success. It works. Yay. Um, but then Peyton comes out. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that she's got a phone call that her dad's transport is missing. And they have recovered a body that she has to go ID. Okay. Yeah. Is this so... where we're going to get into the logistics? Because <laughs> I agree. Again, she's a teenager. Right. Like, I have several as, questions. As some, this. anywhere that you have worked, even when it has just been like Starbucks or like whatever corner, not corner, you know, corner store, <laughs> not working on a corner. That's not what I meant. Um, <laughs> you have to have like an emergency contact that has to be like a live grown up person. person. There's no way that this man who is working on a ship in the ocean. Could have had, like, just his 16-year-old daughter. Right, because, like, at some point, Lucas asks if they should call her grandmother. And I'm like, would that not be the person that was contacted in the first place? Or, like, and or even just, like, so, like, me, like, my parents live far away, so, like, there's no point in them being my... Mm-hmm. So it's, like, you know, my friend who is of, you know, appropriate age and, like, the most responsible person that I know. So, like, it's her. Like, it's not going to be... So it literally right. could have been, like, anyone else in freaking Tree Hill. I don't... I mean, I agree. And because it's also just like, oh, yeah, so um, could you just come ID this dead body? Right. So here, here are my multiple questions. <laughs> Presumably, okay, her dad's transport is missing because they are in the middle of a hurricane. Mm-hmm. I want to know how they recovered this body. Yeah, like this, even just like... Even if it washed up on shore, nobody's down on shore right now, are they? And also, just timing-wise, wouldn't that be like, not a fresh one? I was going to say, it seems highly unlikely that that's who it is. You'd think at the very least they would wait out the storm. Yeah. And then figure things out. Like, you'd think that they would at least wait even 12 hours to yeah. see if the transport shows up. Also, there were like three people in the transport. Mm-hmm. Were there 
emergency contacts also contacted to come potentially ID this body? Yeah, is it just like all of a sudden there's going to be like seven people being like, hmm, I wonder if it's <laughs> right? mine. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't understand. Well, like, yeah, like, were there no other random people near the ocean that day? Like, other people could have, dr- I don't know. <laughs> right? Like, why are they automatically <laughs> assuming that it's this transport? <laughs> I had so many questions (laughs) and I understand that they were just trying to get Lucas and Peyton together alone. I know, but I feel like they could have done it. (laughs) Yeah. In a number of different ways. Agreed. (laughs) But Brooke says like, she's not good in, you know, in a crisis in crisis. So she will stay to like man the phone in case anybody mm-hmm. calls but also they have to drive four hours to get there and like brooke points out like in a storm yeah <laughs> like into the storm seems like a bad idea kids i know and again they didn't tell any grown-ups no not a single keith solitary is, adult person if luke had told keith obviously keith would have gone with them because number one grown-up and number two right. good person right they literally just did not tell like we know any grown-ups. parents are useless, so they weren't yeah. going to tell them. Peyton has no parents other than her dad, who is yeah. potentially dead at this point. But, like, Lucas does very much have Keith. Yeah. And at the very least, you think, you think he would have told them that he was, like, going there. Because even if they had got there that night, it's four hours there and four hours back. That's still you're gone overnight. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Lucas and Peyton leave. Yes. <laughs> Brooke stays behind to man the phones in case they get an important phone call. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and in complete contrast. Meanwhile, the Scott residence is fighting about basketball. Yes. Because Dan's dad is very insistent on knowing how the season's going. So he asks Whitey. (laughs) And then Dan answers. And then he asks Nathan. Whitey's averaging these days. And like, have you beat your dad's score yet? (laughs) (sighs) Boy, oh boy. And then Nathan throws it back to Dan. And, like, it, it kind of works, because you can tell clearly he's like, oh, like, as if, you know, like, Dad will know the stats, and, you know, Dad's like, oh, yeah, 24, blah, 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 and you're just yeah. like, mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then there's a really funny moment, because he's, like, going on about, like, reminiscing again about, yeah. like, Dan's potential if he hadn't blown out his knee, and he's like, Nathan, how are your knees? And Haley's like, oh, he's got great knees. <laughs> Which was fantastic for so many reasons, because yes. the way she says it is, like, clearly... <laughs> sounds like she just finds him attractive um yeah like it's weird like almost like a weird sexual thing but then you're yeah. like knees but then also like diffusing the situation and yes, just like exactly <laughs> well and like everyone around the table does laugh like yeah. it's cute and funny. <laughs> oh and then of course he has to get in a jab at keith because it's just always brag on keith time oh yeah and something about how, like, it's too bad you take after your mother's side of the family, which I was like, whoa. Not only are you going after your kid here, you're also going after your wife. I know. Who's sitting right there? <sighs> so Keith's like, I need another drink. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, then Haley and Nathan just go to the kitchen to, like, get the birthday cake ready. Mm-hmm. And then, like, again, freaking freaking Nailey. um she kind of like asks about his grandpa and like she has this look and like nate calls her out he's like no that like that's that look where like you have something to say but you don't want to say it to me mm-hmm. and she's like well you shouldn't know that look yet yeah <laughs> so like cute. oh my god you guys are so okay they're so cute they are <laughs> too much for me and so she says that like he was at the cafe and like i think maybe like he's been in touch with karen and then nathan yeah. Even Nathan asks, like, does Lucas know him? And she's like, no. Like, Lucas definitely has never, like, met this person. So. Yeah. And, like, Nathan's as confused as she is. He has yeah. no idea mm-hmm. what that would be about. So. Um, interesting. I know. 
then we flip back to Peyton and Lucas who were driving and making weird small talk. Yeah, about like the heater in her car. And of course, there's like a drawbridge, not a drawbridge. You know what I mean? I mean, it kind of though. The like lifty up bridges. Yeah, isn't that a drawbridge? I guess so. In my head, I'm also just like starting to think of like castles, but yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I was, and like, there's a whole bunch around. Every time we go to my aunt and uncle's, we always get stuck. Either way, it's a bridge that lifts. Yes. And it is currently up. And it is not going down because it's a storm. Yeah. So they cannot get across. No. And the ferries aren't going because the channel's too Obviously. choppy. So you guys better go uh, snag a room that hotel in that motel before everyone else snags it. Mm. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> well, that's but, happening. Well, but then he says something about like it should be it should be up by six a.m. So oh, yeah. Like, okay, right. yeah, six a.m. Six a.m. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then we go back to fighting about basketball. Yes. Dan's blowing out his birthday candles, and then they immediately get back on the basketball topic. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Dan's dad is not stupid. Yeah. And it's like, well, what is happening here? Like, what's going on that you're not telling me? Yeah, every time. It's constantly, like, subjects changing. Yeah. And then they so... all just freak out. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, Nathan finally tells them that he quit the team. Yeah. Dan immediately is like, no, he's just taking time off. And Deb's like, oh, my God, no, he's not. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then, because his grandfather accuses him of lying, Nathan decides mm-hmm. to throw out the information about how he's in touch with Karen. And then immediately, that turns to Haley. Yeah. Someone has a big mouth. Yeah. Whatever royal. Right? Also, like, what's she supposed to do? Of course she's going to tell her boyfriend. Come on. Yeah. Please. Like, and, and um, again, like, at least she didn't, like, out everyone, like, right. at the table. didn't say anything at the table. She was just, yeah. Right. So then Deb loses it. Yes. She's, like, back off. Yep. Goes through the whole thing that happened with Nathan with the drugs and, like, how none of it's Nathan's fault. It's Dan's fault. Yep. And then Dan's mom goes off. Yes being basically like how dare you do this to your own son when you hated it so much when your father did it to you and you're like holy crap well because she even says like you know like your daddy bullied you like she uses the word bully like and i gave you a way out yep what and then everyone's like oh he lied lies what 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 yep and she (laughs) says she's lied from all these years and it's enough yep and this is when we find out that dan's knee injury was not a permanent injury. No. And that he quit and his mom helped him. Yep. Man. <laughs> Which I did remember. I did not. You did not? No. I did remember that. I just didn't know when it came out. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Whew. I know. Dropping bombs. Well, and like, and it, just, it continues throughout the episode because of the ripple effect that it had that I didn't even like think about. And like, we'll get there. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, meanwhile, back at the motel. <laughs> and it's like a dark, broody motel. So, of course. Which I mean, like, yeah, to be fair, right. that's what motels look like. While it's raining. And it's Lucas and Peyton, a.k.a. like the broodsters. Yeah, the emo kids. And like Peyton talking about dreams. You know, you're always trying to get somewhere, but you never get to get there. And of course, there's only one bed. Well, yeah. <sighs> so then, like, they're going to try and sleep? Why? Yeah, I don't know. Like, would you sleep? I wouldn't no. even attempt to sleep. There's no way. Yeah, no. Like, I would, like, like it looked, like sit up and watch TV, and then if you fall asleep, okay, fine. But right. I wouldn't just, like, okay, let's lay down. Good, I'm going to sleep. Right. Let's turn the lights out, not pull the curtains. <laughs> <laughs> ah. 
lay down on top of the covers, which like I understand because they yeah. don't want to be like in the bed together, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Sure. Yep. <laughs> The not pulling the curtains thing, just like I understand that they needed lighting for this scene, but yeah, but there could have been like the tidiest table lamp in a right? corner, or like the bathroom light slightly shining Something into. Something other the room. than we are going to attempt to sleep on this ground level yeah. motel room uh, with no, the thank curtains you. open while it's raining and there's light from everything coming in. Yeah, no, I've seen CSI. No. Like, they didn't even pull the gauzy bit over. No. No. <laughs> no. Anyway. Hard pass. Anyway. <laughs> we go back. Yes. To Nathan and Haley. And he's apologizing for putting her through that. <laughs> but, like, you know, she's she's really good about it because she's yeah. awesome. And also, like she says, kind of helps us explain some things. Like So much so, yeah. You know? Helps her understand a little bit more what goes on with his life and what, yeah. where that all stems from. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Nathan does not know what to do with this information about his dad. Well, yeah, because he said like this whole thing, like it was such a concrete thing. Yeah. Then then like yeah, now... Dan Scott, the legend who would have gone pro if he hadn't blown out his knee. But it's all crap. It's so. all been a lie. Yeah. Yep. And obviously, big surprise, Dan is in his brooding room. Yes. <laughs> brooding in his office study thing. This, like, much like in the last episode, when we were like, oh my god, if ever, someone ever says that I want to know everything about you, and we're like, barf. This, right. like, office thing with, like, a thousand, like, basketball pictures and trophies, <laughs> like, nope. Sorry. What, and whatever, whatever your thing is, nope. Sorry. It also just looks like the most rich person thing I've ever seen in my life. It looks like some like CEO's office. That should yeah, be, it's like, weird. It's just yeah. But like a CEO's office from like I don't know, nineteen ninety five. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean, okay. To be fair, I guess this is still two thousand four. So <laughs> maybe we're not that far out from the nineties. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but Nathan comes in. Yeah. Kind of gives Dan what for. Yep. And, like, Dan wants to explain, and Nathan's kind of like, I don't really want to hear it, because, like, it makes everything so much worse to know that Dan's known exactly how he feels this whole time. Yeah. And he's done it to him anyway. You knew. Yeah. You knew. So. And then Dan. Dan says that he was great in high school, but not in college, and that it was his, when he got injured, his mother pleaded with him to walk away i'm like okay so you're just gonna put all this blame on your mom then aren't you well because like and it starts with like him almost there's like a glimmer of human because mm-hmm. yep, he said there is exactly right like you know like i was so good in high school mm-hmm. but like and that's what it is right it's like big fish small pond and oh, yeah, you go to sure. college you're small fish in a big pond absolutely and that was something that like his dad couldn't see mm-hmm. but then he goes on about how he like regrets the decision like well because like he had you know if he was playing for himself he could have like done rehab but it was all too late and you're just like oh yeah because is it here that he mentions that he tried to rehab his knee yeah yeah after the fact but then it was too late because i guess too much time had passed he didn't rehab it as soon as he should have because yeah i think he like went with it and then like realized oh wait no like i actually do like basketball for Mm -hmm. myself which is what nathan's been trying to figure out for the last handful of episodes yeah which, I mean, there is a kernel of good advice in here, mm-hmm. which is, like, Dan realized he wasn't playing for his father. Yeah. He was playing because he loved basketball. He just never realized that. Yeah. And, like, that is actually decent advice. Like, Nathan, don't play basketball for your father, but don't, don't not play basketball because of him either. Yeah. The only problem is that it all, it's all coming from Dan Scott, so I just don't care. I mean, that's valid. Absolutely. But I also think it's also just wrapped up in like, I don't know, this intense regret that he has that I'm like, you can't live your entire life regretting this one thing. I know. And also just the fact that he pushes it off on his mother, which I don't believe for a second. Yeah. 
I don't believe that at all. I no. think he's a pathological liar who, like, he might believe that. Oh, but I don't totally. think that's what happened. No. Absolutely. That is a lie he has told himself to make himself feel marginally better about that decision. Yeah. Agreed. Yep. And then we switch to other brooding people. <sighs> in the rain, in the dark. Yep, still Staying in the, the dark motel room. Oh, Peyton's like playing with this bracelet that her dad gave her for her last birthday, which I thought he didn't get her a gift for her last birthday, but whatever. Maybe it was her like last last. <sighs> We're not deep enough I... in to know when kids' birthdays are. So... That's true. Or wait, no, Nathan. Did Nathan? Somebody had. We figured something out <laughs> with did Lucas we? and Nathan. I don't know. Cause oh, we figure yeah, we figured out. Something with their birthdays, That's but because right. they're three, oh, maybe we only figured out though. they're three months apart. So I think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it is like, it is a sad moment because, like, she says, like, she doesn't know what she'll do if it's him. Yeah. Like, and and she's kind of talking about how, like, every time something seems to start going well, or yeah, things are sort of like you know turning her away it all just kind of like falls apart and i was like mm. mm-hmm. feeling that one yeah. which again is then when he's like try to get some sleep and i'm like why turn the tv on distract yourself with something other than your own thoughts Jeez. well it's especially right like no like yeah she should be trying to sleep but you should be trying to distract her appropriately um not inappropriately right. yes uh, is what, what i'm trying to say but like yeah like you're supposed to be helping her like not and as someone who is emo as well, don't like, hello, laying in the dark with the rain in mm-hmm. your thoughts? Mm-hmm. Bad idea. Mm-hmm. Bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Turn a light on. Turn a television on. Yeah. Good you lord, people. You don't have to talk to each other, but just something for physical noise. Right. Trashy TV goes a long way. Yes. Anyway. Back to the Scott residence. Dan is setting up his bed on the couch. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, obviously he's staying the night um, yeah. for appearances. <laughs> and then. <sighs> then mm-hmm. she asks if it's ever bothered him that their entire relationship is based on a lie. Because she dropped out of college when he did mm-hmm. when he injured his knee and then of course he throws it at her being like we both dropped out to raise nathan no yeah. that's but so there would have been so many other options mm-hmm. like yep. she could have done again many options mm-hmm. yeah and he says something like maybe i did it to protect you from it all and she says if that's what you need to believe and I'm like, yeah, nail on the head there. Like, he mm-hmm. believes his own lies. Yeah. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Back at the motel. <laughs> Lucas has decided maybe distraction is a good idea after all. But, okay, so, so, <laughs> many, so many things that I'm confused about. <laughs> He's coming back into the motel room, having yeah. purchased some vending machine snacks. Yes. Which is great. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. I'm so annoyed by this whole thing because I love this whole trope so much. <laughs> but I hate this particular scenario. Yeah. <laughs> but he, like, apologizes for waking her up and she's like, I wasn't asleep. And I'm like, okay, so you're telling me... She actually did fall asleep for a second, long enough for him to leave and her not notice? Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, that aside. All, she... all I have written down is Lucas and Peyton, snacks, I hate Lucas. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, she starts, like, reminiscing about how when, right after her mom died, her dad couldn't cook, so they, like, lived off frozen pizzas and he'd add weird toppings. Yeah. And that's cute. And then the alarm goes off signaling that they are going to leave and go back to the bridge mm-hmm. and then they leave without the snacks that lucas has just purchased 
oh, I also noticed this and had the exact same feeling. I was like, what? You can bring those with you. That's They're, they're literally made to be portable. That's their whole entire purpose. Yeah. Why aren't you bringing the snacks? <laughs> <laughs> As people who have been in cars together, we always have snacks. Like, right? Anyway. Whatever. <laughs> Fine. Just leave your snacks. <sighs> oh, I totally noticed that and like didn't write it down because at that point I'd been so mad at so many things of writing down all the things that I was mad at. <laughs> but I totally caught it too. I was like, what? I mean, that's like every scene in Kilmore Girls, right? Where they like come to Luke's and they order food and then they take like one bite and then they're like, gotta run. I'm like, you just ordered an entire plate of food. Yeah, like a full brunch every morning at probably like six o'clock in the morning. You eat like one piece of bacon and you're like, gotta go to Chilton. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's the next morning. Yes. Nathan's grandma is making breakfast. Just just trucking along. I feel like she's dealt with this for most of her life. Well, yeah, because she just she's like looking at Deb. She's like, so, scrambled or fried eggs? And right? Deb's like, I don't really know. And she's just like, hmm. Deb's like, I do not care. <laughs> well, because Dan comes in and just like ignores his mom. And you're just like, mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, because he's a dick. Yep. Um, yeah, he leaves to go for a run. Yeah. Oh, Nathan and his grandfather have a little conversation. It's very brief. Yeah. Well, Uh, one of either, I can't, because I didn't write it down. I don't know if Deb said that, like, thanked May for standing up to Royal, or if May thanked Deb for standing up to Royal, but, like, one of them. Oh, yeah, it must have been Deb to May, because then May was just like, I'm just so tired of all this stuff, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, she's tired of all the lies. Yep. Um, but yeah, like Nathan tells his grandfather, like, I understand why he did what he did, talking about Dan. Um, and that he must have loved him a lot. Yeah. If disappointing him was so much worse than like playing. Yeah, like the lie was better than disappointing him and like yeah. not playing well or whatever. And you're just like, this is just all too much for a freaking basketball. Right. And like, just, Oh man, the, the self mythologizing that Dan has done. Just truly shocking. Well, and <laughs> my favorite part about all this was that we had like, Dan and his mom and Whitey all together and the fact that his mom and Whitey always call him Danny. Yeah. Because I kind of like, because Whitey almost always calls him that and like, I think I just didn't mm-hmm. fully clock it, but then like his mom kept calling that. I'm just like, I don't know why, but I just love it so much. Yeah. Because it's sort of like, it is endearing, but also in this slightly like, knock him down a peg, York child. Yeah. Danny, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I knew you when you were a kid. Yeah. Yeah. So then Peyton and Lucas arrive at the coroner's office. Yep. Because, you know, to that's ID just this body. where teenagers go. <laughs> that's all I have written down. Adults! Emergency contact! <laughs> yeah, let's just let this 16-year-old girl ID her father's dead body. Cool. With like Except an... it's not him. So yeah. now she's just ID'd a rando dead guy. Yeah. <laughs> not ID'd, but like... I don't know. Just Yeah, just looked at random dead people. <sighs> Nothing like seeing dead people. I have seen one, and it was a thousand years ago, and I still remember. It was at a funeral. God. There was like open casket situation. It wasn't, oh, okay. it wasn't a, it wasn't a morgue situation. A but even but like, so, like... Like yeah. a... Like a... Like a post... Like yeah. a... In a... In a caught in a casket like yes ready to be viewed not and like that was enough that i still remember never mind one that they just drug out of the ocean i have seen multiple dead bodies (sighs) if we're talking funerals (laughs) Uh, this was not a family member most of my family members are cremated we're we're cremating people 
So I've looked oh, out that way. Even though we cremated my grandmother, she still had a, she mm. was still at the wake in uh, the, yeah. They still did her up. Man. Yeah. It was my friend Matt's grandpa and like our families have been friends for like ever and ever. Um, and he just had the wildest eyebrows. I'm like, I will never forget those <laughs> eyebrows. <laughs> Oh, but I never feel mind. Like maybe I've been to a lot of wakes. Probably. Probably. Yeah. But either as way, that's happening. This man that is on this table yes. has not had any of this done to him. No. He would just look like a corpse. And based off of all of the drowned people that I've seen on Yeah, I'm sure it shows, was not like nice. CSI. Not cool. Right? <sighs> God. Let's just traumatize this poor girl further, shall we? I know. And of course, so then like Lucas goes to call Brooke to be like, it's mm-hmm. not him. But then she just got off the phone with the Coast Guard mm-hmm. who like called them to say that it wasn't him. Like they've been in contact with the boat. Everyone's fine. Yeah. So they're like, cool. We're going to go home now. And you're just like, what? Like four hours they drove. For no reason. They could have just waited. I don't understand. And even just, like, the Coast Guard just, like, calling their house. I don't know. It just seems wildly unrealistic to me that they wouldn't have waited till morning. Yeah. To, like, and until the storm passed. <laughs> also, I would like to say it looked real sunshiny where they were for a hurricane that had just blown through. Oh, yeah. That next morning, it was nice. Like, I'm pretty sure that's not how hurricanes work. <laughs> But Peyton realizes that her she doesn't have her bracelet. Yes, she has lost her bracelet. So they go back to the motel yes. to find it. Hmm. Then we get a little Haley and Nathan. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember where this conversation is happening, but I th- whatever. I think because it's the next morning. It what? Because Nathan says something about, "Do you want to come for breakfast?" Like Grandma's making breakfast. It starts, like, the show oh, starts right. at 9. So I think in Gilmore Girl style, this is really early in the morning. Nathan has gone to Haley's. Okay. She's already up and, like, doing homework or something. And he is inviting her to breakfast. Okay. At 9 o'clock. So maybe it's on the weekend. Cause none, I'm assuming it's none on the weekend. none of these kids are going to school. Um, yeah, no, I'm assuming it's on the week. I assumed it was, like, a Saturday or something. So, yeah, so she's, like, doing homework at, like, 8 o'clock on a Saturday morning. Yeah. Or maybe it's a Sunday at this point because True. Peyton and Brooke and Lucas were definitely working on that car all day. Yeah, good so, Yeah, that was clearly a weekend. Um, but yeah, either Haley, way, yeah, Haley just kind of talks about how like, you know, like you could do anything now. Like now that you know, mm-hmm. you can yeah, kind of... she's like he really has no hold over you now. Like, mm-hmm. it was all a lie. Yeah. But Nathan says there's still the the pressure is still there. Yep. And now he has to go back so he can beat him. And it's this kind of weird thing where you're like, Nathan. I know. But especially same... because, like, I think Haley's right. Like, you could just go back and play. And, like, anything Dan says to you now, you could be like, you're a liar. Yeah. I'm but playing I... for me now. Yeah. But, like, Nathan kind of wants to do it in that, like, way where, like, again, like, I, I do sort of get it. Because he's, like, before he was doing it because, like, his dad. But now he's, like, just wants to show him that, like, no matter what. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's just... It's like we've gone to a new place, but we're kind of still in the same place. Yeah. So. But. Anyway. Then back we the go to the motel. Peyton is frantically checking the sheets and, of course, finds the bracelet. Yes. Immediately breaks yes. down in tears, which, quite frankly, I'm surprised did not happen sooner. Mm-hmm. I thought that was going to happen. Yeah. At the morgue. <laughs> for being honest. Because that's probably what my reaction would have been. Yeah, like prior to walking in the door. <sighs> Not even that, but the moment she saw that it wasn't him. Yeah. Like you'd think that would be the, the trigger. Yeah. At the very least. <laughs> then they hug. <sighs> which leads to kissing. Which then leads to kissing. Mm. And the removal of some shirts. Yep. Falling onto the motel bed. Mm-hmm. Which is inexplicably 
has the sheets turned down, despite the fact that they did not get in those sheets at any point while they were well, no, at no, that motel. Oh, yeah, because then how would the bracelet have gotten into the bed? <laughs> good call, good call. <laughs> anyway. And they're like, oh, they are... Lucas oh, is yeah, kissing places yep. and like they're they're about there is midriff times midriff action but then but then <laughs> Peyton's hair gets caught in Lucas's terrible necklace that Brooke gave him yep it's not and... Brooke's fault that it's terrible it no. was just the time yes <laughs> Oh, and they're at first they're like kind of laughing, and she's like trying to get it out, and then he's just like, "Brooke gave that to me." Yep. Okay, this is a sign. Yep. Oh, so they stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> stop, and they decide to go home. Yeah. <laughs> and then we flip to a very awkward outdoor breakfast. I know. With the Scott family. Yes. Keith is back. He's there for birthday breakfast. I want birthday breakfast. I want birthday breakfast. Oh my god, right? If I don't get to have birthday breakfast this year, I swear to god. <laughs> we might be able to. I know, we might be able to. <sighs> but yeah, it's still again. Oh, and then of course, this, this, of course, Royal mm-hmm. is like talking to Keith and like, actually complimenting him and saying you know Mm -hmm. like how's your business oh it's steady oh you know like you're such a good man like oh and keith immediately calls it out yep being like thanks that's the first nice thing you've said to me in like decades and you're really only doing it as a dig at dan yep which it is you can tell right away oh for sure right away because it's the exact same stuff that dan does all the time yep (sighs) i know so then his poor mother is just like, I just want to eat this breakfast in peace. Yeah. <laughs> and so she gives Dan his birthday present. Yeah. Which is a quilt. It's that she so had nice. Made. I know. Um, with all his like old basketball jerseys and stuff. Yeah. And I can't tell if like I couldn't tell either. Because Dan either has, like, a flicker of, like, oh, my God, this is so nice and so sweet mm-hmm. and, like, thank you. Or, ugh, this is so stupid. Mm-hmm. And, like, tell. maybe it's both. And I can't tell. Yeah. But, like, kudos truly to um, this actor whose name is escaping me at the moment. Paul something. Johnson? Am I making that up? Who are we talking about? Dan? Oh, Dan? Yeah, I never remember what his name is. Why don't I remember what his name is? That's so weird. <laughs> Paul Johansson. I was close. That was super close. I definitely. I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have even gotten the Paul. So, way to go. Um, because like I feel like he got brought truly a lot of subtlety to Dan in this episode. Yeah, for sure. That's and that's just it. Like, he's a very good actor. Mm-hmm. I just hate Dan, which I understand is the point. Yes, but it's really hard to like separate them. <laughs> Right? I just see his face and I'm like, hmm. Yeah, you just want to punch it. <laughs> um, oh, then we get yeah. Dan and Deb in the kitchen cleaning up, right? Mm-hmm. And he's just like, basically like, we're almost done here. Like, thank you. I think he thanks her for not throwing gas on the fire. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's like, you know, thanks for not saying that. Like, we're split up and all that yeah. kind of stuff. and then he's like, are you okay? And she's like, no. No. Like, like, like not. And she even, like, reiterates, like, no, like, not okay. No. Like, we are not okay. This is not okay. Nothing is okay. And then fully admits. Yeah. That it's not all on him for the lying. Like, she's been doing the same thing. Yeah. This whole time. Yeah. (sighs) Continuing with awkward conversations, Peyton Lucas driving home, and it's just like, Peyton's like trying to brush it, and she's kind of like, 
you know, you're with Brooke, like, that's what it is, like, you're with Brooke, mm-hmm. and... Yeah, like, it didn't mean anything, we got caught up. But then, it, doesn't Lucas say something like, so it didn't mean anything, well, she... and she's like, yeah, no, but it did, like, it's a weird... It's very weird. They're, they're both trying to make it sound like it didn't mean anything, but then they both also say that it means something. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and then there's just, like, more awkward montage of, like, the grandparents yeah. moving and everyone kind of, like, saying goodbye and hugging and well, Dan putting like, his arm around Deb. Yeah, so, like, first of all, Dan's dad doesn't even say goodbye to him. Yeah, he, he just, just gets in the car. Like, and then the car. Dan has his hand on Deb's shoulder and she just, like, shrugs it mm-hmm. off. Yeah. Like, to the point, like, it's... It, it's so bad for Dan at this point that even Keith is, like, nice to him. Like, he, like, yeah. gives him, like, a pat and is like, I'll like, see you later. Yeah. <laughs> the only nice thing comes from Keith. Oh. Oh, it's so rough for Dan right now. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, I'm having a logistical realization. Because they're in school? Mm-hmm. See, okay, so I wasn't sure if this scene was just meant to be, like, a weird, like, future scene. <laughs> Which I was about to say, too, except then it cuts to Peyton and Lucas coming home. Yeah, and, like, I don't know if they were – I I truly – It's a, it was a weird scene. I also thought that was strange. I was like, no one else is in school right now. Clearly, yeah. if they had this breakfast, then it's not a school day. Yeah. So I was like, was this just a random scene of, like, this is what's going to happen on Monday? <laughs> I mean, or, like, is it meant to be – because, like, the halls weren't – I mean, there were definitely a fair amount of people in the halls, but, like – Sometimes they have practice on the weekends, but then, like, Haley was... I don't know. Yeah, maybe Haley was tutoring and he had practice. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. Either Whatever. way. <laughs> it was weird. Nathan Random school is theme. in school in his basketball jersey. Yeah. Haley is there, and they kind of have, like, a look. Yeah. I mean, like, she thinks he's doing it for the wrong reasons. Yeah, like, she kind of has a look of disappointment, yeah. but not fully. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he kind of has a look of, like, just... I gotta do uh, yeah. yeah, like resignation. Yeah. Oh, and boy. and Lucas come home, and it's just mm-hmm. awkward hugs all around. Yeah. Though Brooke doesn't realize it's awkward. No. And the girls walk up, and Lucas touches his necklace a little bit and kind of looks around, and you're <gasps> like, okay, cool. And scene. <laughs> and scene. That's it. That's all we've got. Yeah. Just awkward. Oh. <sighs> really hate lucas sometimes and i just could like with his fluffy hair and that necklace and his wardrobe in this episode and just he barely even actually says anything in this episode but like i just that's true actually (laughs) (sighs) no i couldn't either i also just like here's the thing (laughs) peyton i will give her a free pass in this episode because a she has already told lucas how she feels and she thinks that there's nothing she can do about it because Mm -hmm. She told him straight up and yeah. he chose Brooke. Yeah. So like she's doing her best at being okay with it. Yeah. And she was in a rough place in this episode. Okay. Yeah. She thought her dad was dead. It's all very emotional. So if she got caught up in that moment, I understand how it happened. Mm-hmm. I think there's some things that are going to follow this whole thing where I might not be as forgiving. But <laughs> Lucas has no excuse. <laughs> What are you doing? Yeah. You made your choice. Yep. Well, and and if you he... thought it was the wrong one at any point, you couldn't just break up with Brooke, you know? Like, you don't have to have a girlfriend. That too. Because that's what it is. Like, he, he, like, in this whole, like, them in the car coming home, once they arrive home, he, you know, he's having those looks of, like, hmm. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. No. No. Hmm. <sighs> Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, so obviously, like, the big thing in the episode is the new people. So we had Dan's parents. Yes. I think it's the only time we actually see them. I think it is, too, weirdly. Yeah. <laughs> Considering, like, all the other things that happen. Um. Maybe it's maybe they changed actor. I don't know. You would think they would show up at some point later. You would think for all of the things that happen, like so many things, right? Um, 
But they're, like, actually, like, massive actors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I recognize them both. Um, are you too young for Major Dad? I feel like you're too young for I Major Dad. I might be, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, Royal Scott, uh, mm-hmm. Gerald McCrory? McCrory? Something like that. McCraney? McCraney, yeah. Um, he was Major Dad. It was a sitcom. Oh, okay. Mm, I guess, it must have been, like, maybe late 80s, super early 90s. Uh, but he was, like this really conservative, like, Marine sergeant, well, probably major. Um, right. And he, I don't know, he, like, fell in love with this, like, wicked, like, liberal reporter or something. <laughs> and they got married, like, it was one of those, like, that you know, and, like, two weeks later they got married, but she had three kids, like, three, do- I want to say daughters okay. maybe. So then he had to, like, learn how to, like, be a, da- like, major dad, so he had to be a dad. Um, and, like, obviously, you know, like, her being super liberal and him being super, like, so it was all that kind of, like, okay. craziness. But it was like like seasons and seasons. The so thing, every time I see him on something, I was like, "Oh, it's Major Dad." Oh, that's so funny because the thing I didn't recognize him from anything specific, or I didn't think so. The thing that blew my mind when I looked at his acting <laughs> credits was that he is Bastion's father in the Neverending Story. <laughs> I was like, "What?" Oh yeah, like he's been in so many things, and even like because like for like recent things, right? Like House of Cards, Longmire. Oh like, yeah, no, he's so familiar. Like if you look Deadwood, at his name, you'll be like, yeah. "Oh, I've seen him in stuff." Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Even if you don't know his name and you don't know exactly what you've seen him in, you recognize his face. (laughs) Um, And Dan's mom, May, is Tess Harper, who also literally episode of everything. Mm -hmm. If you've ever watched a show, she has been on it. Yeah. Um, I know she was, I don't know if she won, but she was nominated for, I think, an Oscar for, uh, what was it called? Like Tender Mercies or something. She was in like a million 80s movies. But for the most, the thing that, like, people right now might know was that she's Mrs. Pinkman. Mm. She was Jesse Pinkman's mom. Okay. Throughout all of Breaking Bad and El Camino. Nice. I mean, only, like, a handful of episodes, but. But still. Still, it's Mrs. Yeah. Pinkman. Because we love Jesse Pinkman. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So they were, that was, like, those were pretty, they were pretty big. Yeah, definitely. Guest stars for this one. Um, did you have a favorite quote? I, you know, I didn't. I don't know why. I don't know why nothing particularly stood out to me because I feel like there must have been something. Well, and I had been like looking for like, like the deep ones. I'm kind of like, oh yeah. Um, but the only thing I have, the only one I have written down is he's got great knees. Honestly, that was the only thing I had earmarked as well. But I was like, that's such a silly one. (laughs) Okay, so quote of the episode is Haley saying he's got great knees. Haley wins. <laughs> yes. Oh, did you have a song of the episode? I mean, not really. I mean, do we have to grudgingly give it to the song where Lucas and Peyton are making out? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to. But I guess so. I mean, like, at the beginning of the episode, there's, like, a Katie Rowe song, which I feel like is probably, like, the Katie Rowe song. Um, yeah. And yeah, when they're making out, it's stereophonics. Mm-hmm. Are stereophonics Canadian? I don't Is that just know. something that exists Let's in my brain? find out. That could just be something that exists in my brain. So yeah, like obviously like they're making out, that's a big song. And then the song at the end, Escape, which is like... No, they are Welsh. Hmm. I mean, that kind of tracks. <laughs> I mean, I was close. I was more on track for versus me saying they were American. Yes. You know, thinking they're Canadian, they're actually some version of... Great Britain somewhere over there, you know, yeah. close enough. Um, but yeah, like the the song at the end that kind of like goes over like all of it, like mm-hmm. is Escape by Smith Points. Like it's kind of that one, but it's, yeah. I also don't want to give it to that one just because like it's just awkward scene, awkward scene, awkward scene, awkward scene. <laughs> oh, yeah. I knew I was going to give it to that one and then I'd forgotten about the one with the makeout scene and I was like, ah, oh, crap, I think yeah. it's that one. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like, them kissing again yes like so. it's a significant moment yeah agreed so grudgingly <laughs> giving it stereophonics um, and i guess most annoying while it does go to a fatherly scott figure mm-hmm. it does not go to dan it has to go no. to royal we'll give it definitely give him the guest star award you'll get that emmy yep 
because even though Dan had like certain annoying moments in this episode, it wasn't nearly on the level that he normally no. is. No, 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 no. Like, like not even close. Like yeah. he was, if you took this episode out of context of everything else, you'd actually feel bad for him. Yeah. You'd be like, what are these girls talking about? Like, mm. yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. Um, and that's our episode. And I have no idea what happens next. I I don't either. I did not look ahead, and um, I cannot remember where it goes from here. I knew we were leading up to this particular episode, like the moment yeah. with Peyton and Lucas, hmm. but um, I don't remember what comes next. But the episode is called Hanging by a Moment. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Also songs <laughs> I have forgotten about. Yikes. Lifehouse. Yeah. Right? Oh my god, now I'm just gonna have that song in my head. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And if you like that song, (laughs) tune in next week. Yes. (laughs) When we find out what the heck happened. When does Karen come back? It has to be soonish, right? I think so, yeah. Because what episode did she leave in? Um, I don't recall. I mean, yeah, I just can't remember how much. Oh, I think it might be oh i'm looking now yeah i don't know because i didn't like i know she's she's pro- gone for like probably like at least six episodes but i was it's gonna say if like it's 10, not right? if it's not this episode maybe the one it's after the her. next episode yeah i think hmm. yeah so oh man soon teen drama yes yes and we'll we'll be back next week we'll see y'all then bye